Hello my friends, welcome back to my podcast. So in this episode, I will be talking about anatomy and physiology in preparation for your TIS exam. So, the levels of organization are as follows. We have the atomic, molecular, cellular, tissue, organ, organ system, organism, population, community, ecosystem, and biosphere. Be able to give an example to any of those levels of organization. For example, um, heart, liver, and stomach. They belong to organ level. And human belongs to organismal level. Digestive system, circulatory system, belong to organ system level so cells when we talk about cells we're talking about organelles so the nucleus is the brain of the cell Um, its functions is to direct cell activities and contains genetic material for example the chromosomes made of DNA and ribosomes what they do is they make proteins the mitochondria, on the other hand, they make energy out of food. It's also known as the powerhouse of the cell. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Um, Golgi apparatus, they make and process and package proteins. So Golgi apparatus, as I can remember, I remember this as like the Amazon, the UPS, or the FedEx of the cell. Golgi apparatus. Lysosomes, they contain digestive enzymes to help break food down. While peroxisomes are the vesicles that break down lipids. Okay, um, when we talk about endoplasmic reticulum, it is the intracellular highway because it transports items around the cell. So the rough ER has ribosomes for protein synthesis. Smooth ER, on the other hand, does not, but synthesizes lipids. So smooth ER is only for synthesizing lipids. Vacuole is used for storage. Vacuoles usually contain water or food. Um, Vesicles, their function is to store and transport substances. And the cell membrane are phospholipid phospholipid bilayer around the cell so I think it protects the cell as well we have different types of cells Um, for example the squamous cells they're protective functions and they're used for diffusion and filtrations of materials they're also they also are responsible for secretion of lubricating substances. So we have the simple and stratified squamous. For the simple squamous, it means it's a single layer of flat cells with central nuclei. And from a superior view, they resemble a tiled floor because it's very it's simple, so it's only like one layer. And for the stratified squamous, 
it is a, a thick layer of flat cells with central nuclei and they protect underlying tissues against abrasion or pathogens um, line mucous membranes mouth vagina esophagus anal canal so they can be found in those areas while cuboidal cells they are for secretion and absorption we also have simple cuboidal and stratified cuboidal for the simple cuboidal it is a single layer of cube shaped cells and can be found in your in our kidneys glands and ovaries while the stratified cuboidal are two cell layers that are thick and are cube shaped and they can be found in the sweat gland sweat glands salivary and mammary glands <coughs> excuse me and we also have columnar cells so as as far as i know as far, as far as i can remember they these um topics can be found in bio 20 which is the anatomy yeah so simple columnar columnar cells are composed of the following we have the simple stratified pseudostratified ciliated and goblet cells so when we say simple columnar they um their main function is for absorption and secretion so in your bronchial they can be found in bronchioles stomach fallopian tubes some glandular ducts intestines and transitional areas while the stratified columnar um it means it's composed of at least two layers of cells and they can rarely be found in your eyes and in the ducts of um, salivary glands in dust difference foramen and linings of ducts and they are their function is for protection while pseudo stratified columnar uh, mm, meaning pseudo means um, it's like a, a it's like a disguise but um, okay it looks stratified a cell as different as at heights okay so on the basement membrane there is like a simple epithelium and they can be found in par in your respiratory areas such as your nose and male reproductive system ciliated columnar cells are hairs to sweep particles for area ciliated from the word cilia and they can be found in your nose and to its function is to capture and remove dust and um, prevent pathogens from entering um, inside your body the goblet cells are specialized columnar cells which secrete productive mucus so we have um, next topic is the layers of epidermis okay so layers of epidermis we have the corneum and lucidum granulosum spinosum and basali so the corneum is the layer of dead keratinocytes that 
completed gratinization, surrounded of waterproof protein. Lucidum as can be found in your feet and hands dead keratinocytes that have not been fully keratinized. Okay, well, granulosum are lipids from keratinocytes that are released into cytoplasm. <coughs> Spinosum, um, the keratinocytes move upward through this layer, thick layer with immune cells like the Langerhans cells and although this can be found in other layers as well. So basali is the like the bottom part um, S germinate undifferentiated cells rapidly undergo mitosis. Okay, so the basali is responsible for undergoing multiple um, um, what's this? multiple uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm lost. Mitosis. So we have the four types of tissue. We have connective, muscle, epithelial, and nervous tissue. Connective tissue is the most abundant and widely distributed tissue type. Um, it supports, binds, and protects other tissues together. Um, like tendon bones and the tendons fat and other soft body tissue um, its function is for transportation in blood and it also provides insulation enter so okay the four classes of connective tissue are connective tissue proper cartilage bone tissue and blood blood transports oxygen and nutrients and waste products throughout your body if I ask you this question what are some of the compounds um, found in intercellular material of connective tissue so the is it collagen fluid proteins or all of the above the answer would be like all of the above because connective tissues consist of cells and intercellular material including fibroblast, macrophage, mast cells, adipose cells, and leukocytes. And even plasma cells are present in loose connective tissue. <coughs> cool, let's talk about um, skeletal system. Um, skeletal system are um, responsible for bone growth, development, and maintenance requires a diet rich in proteins such as vitamin C, D, and A. Um, calcium, phosphorus, magnesium, manganese are involved as well. So, a skeletal bones rebuild themselves throughout the lifetime. Um, they provide support for the body and soft organs. And they protect our spinal cord, our brain, and vital organs. Bones are used for mineral storage such as calciums, calcium and phosphorus and growth factors. Mm, they're also responsible for blood cell formation, 
um, also known as hematopoiesis in myeloid cavities and also they store triglyceride in bone cavities so how many bones are found in adult person um, for adult we have 206 bones and two main groups of um, bones are the axial skeleton and the appendicular skeleton when you say axial it means the bone from your head ribcage spine and sacrum while appendicular skeleton are the bones in your shoulder hip bones arms hands feet and legs so bones are classified into uh, by shape we have the long bones for example the femur humerus ulna and for the short bones we have the um, carpals and tarsals they're cube-shaped bone bones and for flat bones flat bones are classified as thin flat and slightly curved for example your cranium your pelvis your sternum and your ribs the sesamoid bone sorry sesamoid bone ah what is sesamoid bone i'm sorry are seed shaped bones within that can be found in your within tendons for example is the patella or the kneecap okay and irregular bones are complicated shapes for example um facial bones or the vertebrae okay for the short bones um short bones are described as cubed shaped bones and they're they are involved in a small complex movement and also it has um they are responsible for multiple articulations um, and they allow increased flexibility strength and decreased mass the thin layer of compact bone mostly composed of spongy tissue and short bones includes carpal bones of the your wrists and tarsal bones of your feet okay for the irregular bones we have the um, facial bones needed to create tissue sinuses that allow um, your head to be lighter irregular bone bones are examples are your ethmoid palatine inferior nasal concha your hyoid bone and sphenoid and temporal zygomatic maxilla mandible vertebrae coccyx and your sacrum for the flat bones example is your skull and your scapula those are um, example of flat bones okay now let's talk about the microscopic anatomy of bone cells okay, so we have osteoblast osteocytes and osteoclasts when we talk about osteocytes it means mature bone cells while osteoblasts are bone bone forming cells mm, they're starting to build up 
the bones and help they help um, with the storage of calcium and phosphate okay while osteoclasts are the cells that break down bone matrix so osteoclasts are responsible for breaking down the bone and they release calcium and phosphate in bloodstream to increase levels so we also have um, some disorders of the spines or curvatures Mm, some of the abnormal spine curvatures are the scoliosis which is the abnormal lateral curve we have the lordosis or the sway back and kyphosis or the hunchback those are the abnormal spine curvatures Okay, osteoporosis are, um, yeah, let's, I don't think we need that one, we need to know that one. I think that's it for now and we'll continue on our next segment tomorrow or next time. Have a good day, bye.